Time to abandon ship. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jar Jar, homie, my main man. Quickly, before the Separatists attack, get into the escape pod. Hey, this is escape. Then where the Welcome back to another episode of Clone Wars Talk right here on Star Wars Escape Pod. We have the finale to season five for you guys to chat about with Diego. Sabotage, To Catch a Jedi, The Wrong Jedi, and, uh, oh, sorry, the, the Jedi Who Knew Too Much. That's also in there. Uh, season five, episode uh, 17, 18, 19, 20, which is 105 through 108 on our uh, chronological list. That's all in the description below. So hopefully you guys are uh, following along at home. Very sad arc with Ahsoka to talk about today. So hope you guys have seen these episodes. We got a lot to get through. Another happy landing. Very, very sad music, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, very appropriate for the situation, though, because this arc is a very sad arc. And um, when I first watched this in my room on my laptop, at when this episode arc came out, that is, I legitimately shed a tear. It was the saddest thing, the most emotional arc that I'd ever experienced in the yeah. Clone Wars. And I think for a lot of people who'd been taken on this journey with Ahsoka... Uh, who love her so much now, but uh, I mean, at first, a lot of us weren't too big of Ahsoka fans, right? No, I hated her. I mean, like, she was, you know, annoying, kind of like in your face and stuff, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's grown on me over time, though, right? So, with the result of the last episode in this arc, it's kind of like... I don't know what happens here on out, right? But I do know, or at least I think I know that she's in the seventh season. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean, I, as you know, until that happens, it's still a season away, right? So yeah, I mean, this one was like, um, it's funny because a lot of a lot of Jedi, like over the course of time, have really seen kind of the devastating uh, effects of this war and probably even and before that just you know like count dooku right was probably a fantastic jedi master and, and was very powerful and all that stuff but you know obviously things drew him away from that and one of the characters in this uh arc like was i surprised not really because she was only been in a handful of episodes so i wouldn't really like take me by surprise but um you know, when I saw her in one of the episodes looking kind of guilty, I had an assumption and I was right. But, um... I mean, for anyone following at home, assuming that, that you know, they've watched the episodes already, it's okay to talk about it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, Barris's, uh... Barris's betrayal, big moment. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, 
you know, when we first started off the show, because, like, this is kind of a massive turning point for this character, and, like, when we first started off the show, um, like, uh, Anakin was very reluctant to take Ahsoka under his wing as his apprentice, right? I mean, as well as fans were to kind of embrace her as a character, and I remember walking out of the theater, like, when we first saw the theatrical release of the Clone Wars movie, I was like, man, like, who is this Ahsoka character? Like, what the heck? Like, why is she a thing and why does she exist? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it took it took a couple of years, but I mean, like, I'm like full on with this character and like have been since uh, since I think it was season three when that season first kind of came out on and aired on, on television. Like, that's when I kind of fully started to you know, start to buy into this character a lot more and start to care about this character. And I think that's the one thing about Star Wars that a lot of people uh, have in common with with other fans is that they care about these characters so much, right? And, and that's one thing that hurt a lot of people when they went and saw the movies like The Last Jedi and saw the way that their beloved characters were being treated. So, you know, it's definitely one thing uh, one thing in the same it's just like seeing seeing a show like this though we get a lot more screen time with these characters so in a way i mean these characters like mean a lot more to, to like us than even characters from the live action films right like like i care more about ahsoka than i do about mace windu for example um and even though he's in the show like we, we still get less of him than than other characters but yeah um like yeah like you know, and even I've, I've got my own Ahsoka action figure now, and <laughs> like I'm on board. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, I think back to the video game, um, The Force Unleashed, and I remember thinking to myself how cool it was that Darth Vader had this secret apprentice. And even though it's all legends now, the the idea of like Vader having this apprentice that was kind of taken under his wing was not absolutely crazy to me it was weird but it wasn't crazy right and then when the show came out like it was it was like a it was a game-changing moment for anakin skywalker to have this little snippy padawan and yeah it grew into like this like really lovable character um and like quite a mature like young lady like by the end of the, the show right so um yeah, like this, this was a bit of a crazy arc because like we kind of see her character come full circle. So, yeah, what did you think of um, just like the fact that, you know, just that, just that in general, like her kind of starting out as a Jedi to now her ending her career as a Jedi? Um, in a way, I was in a way I was surprised, but also I would say more so in another way I wasn't because I started to think and kind of just imagine myself in her shoes like well look at all the jedi you know before her barris anakin he's to come right but you know yeah. anakin count dooku you know and and countless others right that we probably yeah. don't really know about right and that that are just you know they they see they see things in such a different way that put it in such a different light um you know the whole jedi order um there's so many quotes from this, yeah, this arc that are just like wow like it just it, it's such a it's so great man yeah like, the, like the, the scripts of these episodes right yeah totally and you know it's you know it's a, it's a wild goose hunt right it's, it goes from being wrongfully accused to being framed thrown in prison trying to escape trying to you know clear your name from you know so much trial and tribulation so much you know like uh kind of 
betrayal and backstabbing and confusion that it yeah. leads you to kind of just change what you've been doing for the past couple years right which is a uh, pretty huge right so yeah exactly so yeah it must have been hard for ahsoka to make her decision but uh but uh let's let's get into it yeah definitely and i think like just to add on to that i think that's where her maturity level is kind of different than anakin's at this point as well like um I think this is a great example of like actually where do we start out uh in our first episode which is called sabotage what's the uh what's the uh, fortune cookie for this guy sometimes even the smallest doubt can shake the greatest belief okay yeah so um i guess the first thing to start off with is the fact that uh it had a very episode three opening to it you know the jedi and uh Ida 2 interceptors um you know fly in into nemoidia which is a planet that we see in order 66 by the way <laughs> and uh you know you can tell this is near the end of the clone war and uh you know right off the bat it's like you even get the buzz droids and everything like like you get that whole dynamic between anakin and obi-wan but right now it's the focus is on anakin and ahsoka his apprentice right and um I love how the arc starts off this way because it's such a massive parallel between the relationship that kind of unfolds uh, from this point onwards with them, just as it does with Anakin and Obi-Wan later on, you know, like the, the, the visual storytelling of, of that kind of entry to the episode in the, in the fighters and the buzz droids and, and the crash. And it's all the same. But it happens much later in a different scenario and, you know, a much darker scenario in which Anakin, you know, turns to the dark side. But uh, in this case, like, it's a very different story. Like, this this could have driven Ahsoka down many dark paths, this entire story. But she's, like, you know, maintained quite a strong character through this whole thing. And, you know, from the from the get-go, like, she saves Anakin from, from his ship and, and that was pretty crazy. But... Um, yeah, like, did you get the feeling? That's like, okay, like, we've come quite far with this character now. Yeah, I mean, f for me, I, it was like, and this is kind of like, I'll just put it to the end of this arc just to kind of summarize it in a way. But it, it's crazy because here we have a character who start off hating, you know, point, mm -hmm. point blank period kind of thing. But then over time, we... We see the battle she's been in. We see how she's, you know, matured, like, skill-wise, emotionally, physically, everything. We see how she kind of develops her own path. We see in, in uh, I, I believe it was um, Mortis, you know, we mm -hmm. see a future self telling her, look, if you stay with Anakin, you're going to go down a dark path, right? And I think that that yeah. quote jumps back yeah you'll never see your future if you remain his student exactly and it's that quote jumps back to the last episode in this arc because mm -hmm. i mean you know she's she was put through a lot right yeah and uh, and not just not just well, she died you know she died on mortis and she's gone through so much through the clone war right exactly right. exactly like she she went through so much and then you know not only these four episodes but you know a whole war behind it plus dying and just yeah. how 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 confused she must have been right it, it's mm -hmm. just uh, it's just amazing but um yeah i mean this one we we start to we see a lot we see a lot of anakin uh 
getting really pissed off and very dark, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's angry at what, what's to come basically. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, that's a great, actually we'll, we'll get into that. We'll kind of when those moments pop up, um, the, I guess, I don't know. Do you want to kind of go through it? Just like, um, starting with the fact that, uh, they get called back because there's a bombing at the, the temple. And did you notice that, um, that like there's, uh, protesting against the war happening right outside the Jedi temple. Um, the war is becoming very publicly unfavorable with the people on Coruscant. And, um, you know, it's very kind of, you know, right away, the events are set in motion for the, for the, for the four part arc here with, with the bombing and Mm -hmm. the protesters and everything like that. And this is all, this entire story is only happening because the Jedi are, have completely fallen out of favor with the Republic. They've completely fallen out of favor with the people that they are trying to protect, that they're trying to fight this war for in the first place. Like they have every negative view right now on both sides of the war and it's not looking good for them. And like this progression, like we've talked about it throughout the series and like we've we've kind of um, we've gotten into it here and there with like the different views that people have on the Jedi. But um, like this is kind of the big turning moment, like with, you know, people outside the Jedi Temple front doors, like holding up anti-clone signs and, you know, just protesting the fact that this war is going on. And, you know, they're blaming the Jedi for even starting it in the first place, yeah. which is, you know, it's not fair because they they didn't exactly start it. They were they were just they they were put in the position of looking that way. You know when when the republic approved this clone army to begin with and they they elected the jedi as their generals right yeah kind of dragged um, into it yeah yeah they were totally dragged into it exactly yeah um you know i mean that's and that's well said i mean like mace windu uh at, in this episode he has a very good quote where he says you know this war is getting less popular each day it persists um mm-hmm. You know, and that's like that's huge, right? So I mean, yeah. that's huge from a Jedi Master who's you know pretty much number two, right? You have Yoda, you yeah. have Mace, Obi Wan, and probably all the other guys who are tied with him for third place, I would say. But I mean, Mace, he's he's pretty much pretty damn near close to the top of the food chain, and he's saying something like that. Like that's pretty that's pretty big, yeah. You know, for a, and and other times in this episode, uh, you know. I think, I think again, it was Mace saying, you know, uh, or no Yoda, he was saying, you know, although unfavorable of the decision we are, um, you know, yeah, not in total agreement, not in total agreement. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the Jedi know what's going on and perhaps of course they don't see to the full extent of who's behind it. They don't find out it's Palpatine until of course, episode three and that there's a whole, you know, a whole lot more to this than, than what they see right now. But through the course of the war, like they're starting to see like, you know, it's just like, man, like we are in such, you know, our hands are tied because we, we, we want to think, you know, Ahsoka's not the person to do this. She's not, it's not in her, in her way of being to, 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 to kill people, to, you know, do these treacherous acts. Right. But they, they say, you know, like in just how the way they, they conduct themselves now, like everything is so political that Mm -hmm. it's, it's not even, I don't even think it's fair to say they're blind to a point now. It's just their hands are so tied. They have to do 
what is right by the Senate and what is politically yeah. correct, even though they can, yeah. they know like, Hey, this doesn't, you know, they put two and two together. It doesn't actually add up in this mm-hmm. case. Right. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's tough because, you know, they're keepers of the peace. Right. And this war has, <laughs> they were dragged into it. Yeah. Right? So no, it totally is. And I always think, I always think back to this arc whenever, um, whenever I watch revenge of the Sith, there's that, really powerful moment where Palpatine is in the Senate. This is post kind of electric face sort of situation. And he turns the Republic on the Jedi in a second. And he he blames the Jedi for an assassination attempt on his life. And, you know, and he reorganizes the, the Republic into the first galactic empire and all the Jedi will be hunted down and defeated and all this stuff. And then there's an applause like around the room, just everybody like, yeah, you know, like, like just completely on board with this. And it's like, what the heck? Like, you know, what, what like what Padme says, like, this is how uh, diplomacy uh, uh, dies, like just a thunderous applause, right? Her, her liberty dies and thunderous applause. And, and it's like, yeah, because this entire time, like, you know, over the course of the war, like people have just fallen so out of favor with the Jedi, like nobody respects them anymore. It only takes the leader of the Republic to just say, look what they did to me. Let's get them. Yeah. Like they're the traitors. Exactly. They're the traitors of the Republic. And, yep. and it, it doesn't take, like, this is just the last straw kind of thing. Like so much more has happened before that moment. And now we actually get to see exactly like what's going on. Right. And, uh, even, even like the rumors that a Jedi was responsible for this bombing at the temple, you know, people don't trust the Jedi anymore. Yep. Like there's, there's discrepancy against them. Yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, like Palpatine has his, his hands and everything, right? He he knows, even though he may not be directly involved, like this this scenario, for example, not not you know per se directly involved, but he knows about it. He knows you know the result of it, and he knows what's going down, right? Eventually, um, but you know it just it's unfortunate for, sorry, it's unfortunate for the Jedi because I mean they're they're sucked into something that they frankly have no business doing. Uh, being involved in right and i mean it's unfortunate for them because how many scenarios have we seen throughout the show throughout the course of the war that you know it's like the jedi are left to blame just because it's like oh well there were the last guys there for example right i mean it's it it leaves them in in so many scenarios where they're the ones to blame even though they meant well that was not their intention but because they're the only ones at the scene of the crime let's say they're the ones to blame, mm-hmm. right? And it's just mm-hmm. totally wrong. They're wrongfully accused time and time again. And it's so unfortunate, right? Um, yeah. Because, I mean, a, a lot of them are, a lot of them uh, had crooked intentions. A lot of them were crooked themselves, right? But the majority of them, you know, they they still held true to their, their old, their old mm-hmm. ways and their teachings, but they, they were just framed yeah. over the course of the war. Well, and this this is more apparent. Like this whole thing, this whole bombing incident at the temple, this only it works in Palpatine's favor. Oh, yeah. Just like you know, the fact that it's that it's causing unrest and amongst people and Jedi and stuff like that. But not only that, but I mean, he he loves the fact he relishes in the fact that the people are protesting against the war. He loves it. And and he like and he constantly even in this episode arc he's trying to get the Jedi to like 
refocus on the war. He's always all about the Clone Wars. He's like always saying, look what the Separatists did. Look what they're doing. Just focus on on the battles, you know, like take down our enemy. We got to focus on taking down Count Dooku and yep. the Separatists and all this and that. And and it's just this broken record, right? Like he's just a broken record, constantly trying to refocus and retrain the Jedi back on their on their rails where he wants them. Yep. And uh, and meanwhile, he's been working behind the scenes and and like he knows about all this unrest. Like he's not stupid. Like the guy knows what's outside the front door of the Senate building and the Jedi Temple and all that stuff. Like he knows that that people do not like the war anymore. Like they're like sick of it. They're like, okay, we're we're done. Like you know, and the Jedi are responsible for all of this. Like you know, let's protest, right? And Palpatine's loving it because he's like, okay, this is all part of the plan. Like this is part of the plan is not just to wipe out all the Jedi, you know, by using like the clone army, but, but his plan is also to turn the galaxy against them. You know, it's, it's a whole corruption plan. Like it's a, it's a plan of not only convincing people that I'm the right guy to have in charge of everything, uh-huh. but he's, uh, he's also trying to convince everybody that they're the enemy not just somebody to not be trusted but like they are the ones we should be hunting like it's it's a complete brainwashing effect that he has widespread across everyone across the galaxy uh-huh. and um uh, and at the moment like what we're seeing with this particular episode is so many people that have already fallen under that that mindset of thinking hey the jedi are responsible for all this stuff they suck they got to go. Yeah. Um, and uh, and we're protesting against the war kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it just, it, again, you know, like they're, they mean well, but, you know, wrong place at the wrong time kind of thing. They, I, yeah, I mean, exactly. I can't explain it in any other way, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so back to kind of Ahsoka. Uh, uh, so it turns out that, uh, what, what's her name? Leta set up her husband, Jakar. Yep. And uh, Jakar was the bomb himself using nanotechnology nano droids and uh letta fed him the the droids but it um but uh, you know it, it actually like that's kind of where the first one ends and let us taken into custody mm-hmm. like this this whole arc is kind of like reshifting you're like oh who did it who did it now who did it now like it's always it's the typical standard detective mystery kind of uh storytelling where at first you just don't know who's responsible and and it's always kind of making somebody look like they're the ones to do it and then oh no it's somebody behind them or it's somebody else or whatever so that actually leads into our next episode which is the jedi who knew too much and uh, what's the fortune cookie on this one uh courage begins by courage begins by trusting oneself um Mm -hmm. yeah i mean this every definitely we're talking about ahsoka there uh, what she has to go through starting from this episode onwards but yeah yeah. Yeah. So Tarkin is uh makes his appearance. Yeah, and and it's it's funny. Tarkin's very uh he's even though what he sees is what he's going with, I mean he's so he's so wrong about it, right? But he's only going off of he's only going off of, you know, evidence per se, right? Even though what's yeah. in front of you may not necessarily be the truth, and in this case it isn't at all. But it sucks for Ahsoka because the evidence, you know, she killed Jakar, uh, Jakar's wife, which she didn't. Right. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like she killed all the, all the clones in the, in the holding cells that she was in. She didn't, uh, you know, she's not the person to do that. 
but you know, we here we have um, uh, what's his nuts, Tarkin, uh, and he he makes a very he makes a very good quote um, when he's speaking. I can't remember who he's speaking to, but he says, um, I think it was Pad. I think it was Anakin and Padme or something. But he says, it was, "Oh, it was was it when they're walking through the temple? It was Ahsoka and Barris and Anakin there?" I think so. Yeah, but he says, yeah. he says, I assure, in reference to to uh, Palpatine, he says, "I assure you, he rarely does anything without a strategy." Yeah, yeah, he said that to uh, to Ahsoka when she was questioning mm-hmm. Palpatine's uh, request to have Leta's uh, conviction transferred over to the Republic military as opposed to keeping it under a Jedi jurisdiction level of, you know, uh, punishment, I guess. Yeah, but. yeah, rather than keeping it internal, kind of bringing the military into it. Um, and, and with that quote, that he rarely does anything without a strategy. I mean, to me, that just screams like, okay, you already know he's he's Emperor Palpatine or to, mm-hmm. to become Emperor Palpatine. And you know what he's behind... Excuse me. You know he's behind all of this. And Tarkin has always been, at least in the show, um, I can't really speak a whole lot in terms of the in terms of the movies because I mean we get episode four and yeah, he's in Rogue One in episode four. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it, right? So you know, uh, but but in terms of him as a character, he's very he's he's very by the book. But again, doesn't because of without that personal relation. To someone, of course, how mm-hmm. could you know? But at the same time, it's just he's just going off of what he sees, not what uh, what he feels or he what he thinks could be right, um, which is kind of contradictory. Yeah, he's going off evidence. He's exactly. just going st- off straight evidence yeah. and and doesn't think think deeper than <laughs> than what's kind of on the surface, right? Yeah. So exactly, which is weird for him because he's the he's a very deep thinking kind of guy, right? Mm-hmm. But he he like many others is under the influence of Palpatine and has utter disrespect for for many Jedi. Yeah. Um I think I think Anakin, even Anakin when they first met on the Citadel arc, uh he at first kind of disrespected Anakin and, until Anakin put him in his place. And then he kind of started to respect the guy and it wasn't until the end of that arc that they kind of shake hands and you know they sort of make friends and 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 stuff like that, and you you never really you never really see them clash even when he's accusing Ahsoka as his as his Padawan right like Anakin is never uh, angry with Tarkin so to speak he's just he's kind of directing his anger towards the situation in general so he doesn't hold any hate towards the guy, <clears throat> and it just goes to show like the the level of mutual respect that they have for one another because. Uh, he knows that Tarkin has a good point, you know, like he's, 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 he gets it. Like he knows that, you know, Tarkin completely understands that the Jedi maintain this image of being a peacekeeper. It's like, well, then why are peacekeepers like convicting this person here, which should technically fall under, you know, Republic military jurisdiction. Right. So like there's all this, there's all this politics that works into it. And, Tarkin is on the side of the fence that's like, no, 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 keep the Jedi out of it. Like, they're not, they shouldn't be meddling around with this kind of thing, right? Yeah. And Ahsoka's, Ahsoka's the one to actually question that. She's like, oh, well, why aren't the Jedi doing something about this? Like, like we should, like, and she's, she's kind of getting a little more personal about it. But I think if she were to take a step back and kind of see it as everyone else does, like, you know, 
uh, well, as far as Anakin does and Tarkin does, and at least how I look at it as well, it's like I think the best thing for the Jedi at all is to just stay away from all of that stuff, right? Um, but, um, you know, just keep out of the spotlight as far as this kind of thing goes. Like they should not be taking uh, measures into their own hands when it comes to uh, criminals like this. Like uh, it, it, it's a really touchy situation. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean clones people and jedi died in that explosion so obviously it's kind of a three-way or two-way uh, fight as to to who has the the final say in what the punishment should be that's right and again it's unfortunate for ahsoka because you know she's she's being wrongfully accused of crimes that she just did not commit right but i mean she's taken so much of anakin in terms of you know uh uh, attaching yourself to 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 something, right? And 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 that we see a lot of from Anakin, you know, tip as as usual, right? But it, it just mm-hmm. it 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 eats him from inside, and it also kind of it it kind of conflicts with Ahsoka, but she kind of comes to light at one point in the arc and kind of says to myself, you know, to herself, you know, uh, like who can I trust, right? Yeah. She has all these emotional ties to all these people and all these things. Uh, and, and Anakin wants to believe her and even has moments where he's like, I can't believe it. Like, did she actually do this? But, you know, deep yeah. down, he's like, it's still hard for me to believe. But, you know, it's just it's funny because they Anakin has several quotes uh, in this in this arc where he's he's basically saying, you know, it's, it's not the Jedi way you can't attach yourself. But I mean, he's like ground zero for that stuff. Right. You know, he's, yeah. he's, he's so beyond guilty for all of that. And then he preaches. Yeah. It, so it's, well, it, you know, all the evidence is pointing against her, but I love how he's got that role that, that, uh, I know Dave Filoni is a big Lord of the Rings guy. So I don't know if maybe this came from that, mm-hmm. but, uh, I, I always think back to that extended scene from Lord of the Rings and the, I think it's Re- it's Return of the King when uh, the mouth of Sauron holds up the chainmail that that uh, Frodo kind of has on his vest, and he tosses it to him, and he claims that they've killed the hobbits and mm-hmm. Frodo's dead and stuff like that, right? And uh, I think this is the scene, and then and Viggo Mortensen he's does a, he does a great job at Aragorn. He says something along the lines of how he he's like I I, I do not believe it, I cannot. And and then he and he like he he refuses to believe all even though all the evidence is pointing against the fact that they're still alive like he ref, he refuses to give up hope in the darkest of times right and that's actually a big part of like the last the fortune cookie I think in one of these episodes but um, but yeah like that's I love I love that line and actually there's another quote I loved in this episode it was when uh, when uh, uh, Letta says that uh, the Jedi have become warmongers, yeah. you know, killing yeah. and, and instead of keeping the peace. Right. And, and like, it, it just goes to show it's like, I mean, she's obviously one of the protesters against the war, but um, it's very like, you know, it's becoming more and more apparent that this bombing is a result of how people feel about this whole thing. Yeah. And, and 
you know, the wrong person gets accused of it, right? But the people, yeah. the people are retaliating. You know, people are sick of the war. People don't want to be involved in it. And you know, the people who they once trusted and and looked at as kind of like, oh, well, I can feel safe around this guy. Now it's like I don't know who's on whose side or who me who represents what, good or evil, right? Um, yeah, exactly. You know, there's another good quote from Anakin in this. He says, I think he says to Ahsoka, you know, revenge is not the Jedi way. Uh, and all be that as it may, it's a hundred percent true. But again, there's that lack of integrity <clears throat> on uh, Anakin's side because I mean he's like ground zero for that sort of stuff, attaching his emotions and letting his feelings and emotions get the best of him. You know, revenge. You know, anger. All that stuff. He preaches it, but he doesn't live up to it. You know, a hundred percent of the time, anyways. Um, but yeah, I mean. He gets he gets he gets pissed multiple times, uh, and to the point where one one point where there's a shot where he's kind of backing up, uh, and the I guess the 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 darkness kind of goes. He kind of steps back into the darkness, a dark side of the room, and his eyes look like they were glowing. Um, yeah, much. Yeah, at the Republic prison. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and uh, you know, Ahsoka, she's. At this point, you know, she's super conflicted and she even says to Anakin, you know, I, I don't know who to trust now, right? And that's just like textbook for for what's going on, right? I mean, yeah, the, these- yeah she can't trust anybody. She's being set up from all angles and, and, you know, she can't do anything about it, right? Like it, all the evidence is pointing against her. Exactly. And, you know, even though the people who she wants to trust, like she she has a feeling that deep down it's nothing against them you know, towards her, but she can't, she can't take it. She's taken it for granted for so long. And now it's at a point yeah. where like, now I have to fend for myself. Right. It's yeah. me against yeah, the totally. world. Right. Yeah. So I, there was a cool scene where the clones are hunting her and stuff along the pipelines down to, which she eventually escapes down to the underworld. But at the very end of this episode, there was an amazing moment between uh, Matt Lanter and Ashley Eckstein, just like the acting involved. Um, and, what they say to each other uh because this is kind of a a very intense moment between those characters like you know ahsoka's being accused for things she doesn't do and anakin's on you know she believe he believes her but but you know he says the only way to do that is we, we have to go back we have to prove your innocence and ahsoka's like no 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 they're not gonna believe me like i have to prove i have to do this on my own i have to prove my innocence on my own and she's right like they don't believe her because even when she's captured and she's brought back, nobody believes her. But Anakin still has faith that that we, they can sort this out. He still has some faith that in the Jedi and in the in the Republic and you know in the judicial system, I guess that that they can actually figure this out and get to the bottom of this. And that's not exactly true. Like she's the wrongfully accused Jedi and. Uh, and it goes as such until the point where they even go as far as to admitting that, you know, Tarkin has actually protested for her to be uh, executed as well. It's not it's only due to Anakin's persistence fr- trying to find the real killer that he he really gets to the bottom of it. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, like his faith in the Jedi Council, as far as kind of her, their judgment goes and and all that. He was actually very much misleaded, uh, misled when it came to his beliefs that they would be doing the right thing, and they did not do the right thing. They, they, you know, they end up expelling her, and and uh, 
as if far like they and they end up expelling her for political favor because because according to Tarkin, you know, it, oh, it would be uh, less biased if somebody outside the Jedi Temple were to represent her, and if uh, she was not still part of the Jedi Order when this whole uh, court case happens, kind of thing, right? Yeah. So yeah, and 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 instantly, like Mace Windu and Yoda, eventually they're like, okay, yeah, 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 we got it, we got to, you know, like the decision has almost been made for us, right? But I'm getting a little ahead here. Um, so I don't know, is that is that pretty much all you got for this one, or yeah, that's uh, it. did you want to? Did you want to check? Let's check out the featurette. Uh, we got a featurette here from Dave Filoni called The Cost of the Clone Wars. And uh, I've only given this a real quick preview. But <clears throat> is this, this for is, the whole arc or the next episode? Th- this is for the entire arc. Okay. All right. Yeah. Zoka. Punch a hole for the gunships to get through. I know the drill, Master. Sabotage the beginning of our biggest Soka finale this season. I just wanted to activate the audience right away in a very traditional Star Wars fashion and give it some good old banter back and forth between these two. Look out! Incoming missiles! No problem. Uh, slight problem. We opened with this very big thing and I had a couple of different ideas for how we would tell a story with Ahsoka this season and then George came in and said he wanted to do a procedural <laughs> crime drama, which, you know, for me, that's not exactly my, well, I'll admit it, it's not exactly my strength. We were very fortunate to have added a new member to our team, Charles Murray, and Charles knows how to write procedurals and I felt very strongly that he should be the one to take on this arc with Ahsoka. Master Yoda. Return to the Jedi Temple quickly, if you Important it is, Skywalker. Bombed the temple hangar someone has. And when they go in then to the mystery of the bombing of the temple, it became a very different story, a story we hadn't done with Ahsoka, and one that actually allowed us to show how much more mature she had, had become. Do you believe what they said, Master? That a Jedi could do this? Not every Jedi agrees with this war, Ahsoka. There are many political idealists among us. Over the years in the Clone Wars, uh, we've shown that there are groups of people that question what the Jedi are doing. Why are they fighting a war? The Lurmen do this. The, the Twi'lek Champs and Dula does this. Uh, Satine does it. All these things kind of slowly setting up the idea that why are the Jedi fighting this war? For the first time in the series, we show within the Republic a group of people protesting the Jedi Order, protesting the war. Why is this going on? Why hasn't it ended? Why did you create the clones? I think when you see the protests outside the Jedi Temple, you really realize that, wow, even within the citizens, there are people that aren't happy with the Jedi. I need you to come with me. I thought it was great that George was willing to to go that far and let us show Maybe our heroes can't be painted with such a bright brush anymore. Maybe they have been compromised. Okay, Russo. You and Ahsoka should begin the interviews. I would rather interview the witnesses alone. Why? Many of the wounded have heard rumors a Jedi was behind this explosion. There will be ill will toward you. So really, we're laying the groundwork and have been throughout the entire series 
for how you vilify the Jedi Order in the minds and the hearts of the people of the Republic. Did this woman say what her reasons were for attacking us? Not yet, but we're working on that. I think we can guess her motives easily enough. Public opinion is swaying against the Jedi. That is becoming clear. This is a big development, and it's something that as we move forward, you'll see not only a change in the public's perception of the Jedi, but a change in the military that the Jedi have governed. And you start to see in this story arc, more than any other we've done, the rise of the Empire and visuals that will be what you see the might of the Empire being in A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Well, wait till you see the end of this one. It's worth mentioning that Mace Windu at the beginning of this arc said to Anakin and Ahsoka that they would provide an impartial point of view in the sense that they wouldn't be accused for the bombing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's crazy to think that at this point in the arc, I mean, we're already getting one of those Jedi actually the victim of of these accusations, which is uh, Ahsoka Tano herself. So anyway, just just thought I'd bring that up. Just another crazy thing that I, I guess would infuriate Anakin to lose faith in the Jedi. Just, you know, turning their backs on him despite uh, whatever else they're saying. I got the feeling through this arc as well that uh, it felt very foreshadowing, very imperial, very Empire, Dark Times. Order 66. Clones yeah, clones hunting Jedi. It felt it felt very like foreshadowing. Tarkin ahead of all of them, you know, leading the the, the charge sort of thing yeah. against the Jedi, yeah. Yeah. all that stuff. It was very, very, very for, for, foreshadowing mm -hmm. of a moment. But yeah, and and you know, I think that uh, like he hit the he hit the nail on the head there, like uh, um, you know, saying that you know it it puts a picture, um, you know, saying kind of putting it in the point of view from like uh, the people right how they see the jedi right how they see yeah the how they're vil vilifying the jedi exactly yeah. how you know it, it it paints a different picture i mean l like i've said many times i mean the jedi mean well but it's wrong place wrong time and you know wrongfully accused some of them right uh and you know like it's just it's just unfortunate right yeah. Well, and even sometimes they're just making the wrong decision in general, right? Exactly. Um, so like it's a, and you can see the accumulation that all this stuff is bringing to Anakin's life as well, because this is his Padawan mm -hmm. and he is, uh, you know, I, I absolutely kind of put through a stressful, stressful days with, the, with this particular arc, right? Uh, because you can you can see that later on down the line when he says, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Uh, there's there's a, a a wide array of of stuff that he's kind of thinking of when he says that, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's now very apparent that this is probably one of those things, you know. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil, mm -hmm. and and he's sharing that point of view with all these people who've been protesting against the war, and uh, not only that, but he's got a personal connection to them, and have gone through the personal experience of watching his padawan be expelled from the jedi order for things that she didn't do and uh just you know it, it paints them in a very bad picture 
very bad light. Yeah, uh, it makes it makes uh, it, it, it you know it makes it more uh, more you know closer to home, if you will. Like why uh, why he eventually becomes Darth Vader? Why he eventually you know gives into the dark side of the Force? I mean, it it it, it makes you wonder, like. You know, yes, were, were there lies told to him? Yes. Were there a lot of bad things that happened? Yes. Um, and again, it sucks because, I mean, these events, they, they, they snowball from, you know, mm-hmm. little things into bigger things into bigger lies and, you know, misconstruing the truth. And, you know, everything is just such uh, such a tragedy, right? Because there were so many innocent people uh that were whose lives were taken because of this war so many people who, that died that really didn't need to die so many new people framed right you know ahsoka being one of them uh you know it's just unfortunate because this war has done nothing but bring you know <sighs> sadness and defeat to many people but um you know it it doesn't make it so black and white i think in terms of just the reason that they give you in episode three like oh padme's gonna die he needs someone to help him save her to teach yeah. him you know it does it's not just yeah. that anymore it's, it's yeah it's not that simple anymore yeah. yeah there's so much more behind it that that happened before that kind of um uh kind of persuaded him into it not just you know the, his his wife about to die is kind of the tip of the iceberg you know the frosting on the cake yeah that's just right? that's just the last straw kind exactly. of exactly yeah and and also it's so last it's it's such a last straw for palpatine to just swoop in and you know give him this this idea that he can save people from death and a false you know, sense of hope the, turn him yeah, and t- turn him to the dark side just like that. And it's like, well, how did he just do that so quickly? It's like, well, no, he's not been doing it. He's been doing this for a very long time. Oh, yeah. like, this is just the very end tale of it. And we've seen kind of his grooming of Anakin through all this mess uh-huh. that's been that's been happening through the Clone Wars. And, uh, you know, and this moment particularly with, with Ahsoka's uh, ac- accusation and... Uh, republic imprisonment and and then uh you know even anakin has to basically hunt her with the clones just to just to get her to try and prove her innocence in which you know the jedi system fails them and she gets sent to public court where 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 that's failing her as well it's like this whole stuff all this stuff like the the poor guy is just completely like pulled from all angles and i mean he's not exactly the most um I mean, he's a pretty straightforward thinker. He doesn't always take a deeper perception on stuff, as we've seen with his take on politics uh, in the in the Heroes on Both Sides episode. He basically was straight up about how you know, oh, the Republic's all good and everything, and you know, the and the Separatists are uh, they believe that the Republic's corrupt, but they're wrong, and you know, that's that's his opinion on the matter. But but no, he's wrong about that. He's got a very simplistic point of view on on that particular thing. And uh, that definitely doesn't help when it comes to multiple angles of deception <laughs> on the guy, because I mean he's being pulled from all angles and deceived from all ways, and and uh, and you know all this mess and everything is in his life, along with all the pain that he's had to go through. You know the loss of his mother, 
uh, the impending loss of Padme, all this stuff, like it is completely destroying the guy. Yeah. And, and again, you know, it's, it's unfortunate because, uh, he's seeing all these, you know, all this, you know, uh, confusion, all, everything that's kind of misleading him and, you know, kind of stabbing him in the back. Right. Um, and who does he go to? He goes back, he falls back on his, you know, really bad habit of, you know, uh, emotionally investing himself in people. Right. And he goes back to someone who's, he, he's developed a personal relationship for, for years now. Right. Yeah. Chancellor Palpatine, right? And yeah, he trusts him yeah. exactly, and he feels that he can trust him. But really, he's been the mastermind behind a lot of what has happened, if not everything, right? And it's just amazing how his own, you know, his his a good trait in a sense of you know emotionally tying yourself to people and wanting to do the right thing and all that sort of stuff. It's so unfortunate, especially for Anakin, because in a sense, one of his best strengths was his biggest weakness and his worst downfall, right? Because it just, it snowballed from there. And then he just did, he, he, he tried to write all the rights, but by in trying to do so, he just made it all wrong yeah. and it just, it yeah. sucks. Right. Yeah. 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 So, uh, to catch a Jedi, it's our third episode in the arc. What's the fortune cookie for this? Never become desperate enough to trust the untrustworthy. All right. Yeah. So, uh, obviously talking about massage Ventress. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, very interesting kind of moment in this episode because, uh, I mean, the council at this point just believes that she's guilty and, uh, Anakin, and Mace have a have a bit of a clash on whether or not he should be involved in this mission because of the the personal attachment that he has to Ahsoka, and this kind of mirrors when he brings the news about the Chancellor to Mace Windu as well, and he's like, no, 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 stay here. I sense much conflict in you, young Skywalker. Yeah, you know, and like Mace Windu is always like he's always got these doubts about Anakin. Like he doesn't trust Anakin. And and even in the ship when he's talking to uh, Yoda and and Obi Wan in in Revenge of the Sith, he's like, "Very dangerous putting the boy them them together." Like, yeah, I don't think the boy can handle it. I don't trust him. Yeah, and and like Anakin knows that he doesn't he doesn't have the the Council's full trust on things that he does, and and it's it's very hurtful for him. Right. But uh, fortunately, in this moment, Kenobi's able to step in and go. I think it's very unwise that. You know, we take Anakin off this mission. I think he should go. He knows Ahsoka best. You know, he's being he's being his friend in that moment. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's a bad idea to remove Anakin from this mission. Uh -huh. so, so that was nice. It was also very appropriate that Plo Koon was to step in as the second guy to try find her because uh, Plo Koon was the one that brought her to the Jedi in the first place. Right. Uh, when she was, uh, you know, a... a I guess uh, a, a like pre pre youngling, you know, when she when she was just found as a child, uh, you know, he was the Jedi that recruited her mm -hmm. into the order, and uh, now he's the one to try find her to bring her back once uh, once she's left, kind of thing, right? So mm -hmm. that was that was some pretty cool imagery as well. Yeah, yeah, and you know, the Anakin and Plo Koon, they're sent on a on a wild manhunt to to find ahsoka right uh she's on the run now uh everyone 
is is informed, you know, like oh, the Jedi, their Jedi are after one of their own, uh, and you know mm-hmm. she's she's being attacked at all angles, and she's you can definitely see like she's going to defend herself, and she does, she defends herself, she doesn't hurt anyone, she doesn't kill anyone, but you know it's it, it's like yes, I I I I think they're I know they're mistaken deep down in my heart, but I mean. Really, I mean, I, I have to fend for myself now because people are after me, even though I haven't done anything wrong. They don't know that, and I haven't been able to prove that, so I'm trying to do it. But, I mean, I have to I have to watch out at this point, right? Um, yeah. And one last thing I actually wanted to kind of go back to the last episode, The Jedi Who Knew Too Much. Uh, there, was a, there was a point in time where Barriss was talking to Ahsoka and she looked really guilty in that as she kind of looks to the ground, right? Um, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. But anyways, back to this episode. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Asajj is back, you know, uh, Asajj, Ventress, and Ahsoka kind of have, uh, they kind of make a, somewhat of an agreement. It's kind of like, uh, Ahsoka says, um, you know, if you take me to where um uh, well, what did she say? If you take me to where the explosives are or like who, whoever can direct me. Oh, yeah. Like if you help me try and prove my innocence, then then I'll represent you in front of the council yeah. and the Senate uh, of, uh, you know, getting you a pardon basically for your crimes That's right. against the Republic. That's right. And, you know, Assange is like, mm, okay, sure. And they actually kind of, through discussion, they kind of figure out, Ahsoka brings it up to her that, to Asajj and says, you know, we're not so different, you and I, uh, you know, and, and she later, you know, takes that statement and gives it to Anakin in the next episode. Uh, or, yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that, I have that quote actually that I wrote cause I wrote that down. It was something along the lines of, uh, she says, my master abandoned me. Uh, and that is exactly what you did to her, uh-huh. you and your precious Jedi Order. Yeah, that's right. And and with that, Anakin has like a his eyes his eyes got big, uh, you know, and he, he has yeah. like a eye opening moment, right? And then he's just like, uh, you know, but deep down, when you look at moments like this before Episode Three, he has a f- he's had a few of these moments now at this point in the war in the show, uh, and he's like. Oh man, like, am I really on the right team? But then he just he just kind of digs deep and says, "No, no, uh, the Jedi are good." Blah blah blah. And then it's finally in Episode Three where the tipping point is just he just yeah. you know falls yeah, face exactly. first. Yeah, right? exactly. Well, even even like uh, even when he's uh, faced with uh, all the lies that the Jedi feed him when Obi Wan goes undercover as Racco Hardin. Oh yeah. In that in that episode, at the very end, when he's like enraged, like this is just before his fight with Dooku on on Naboo, um, he uh, he says to Obi Wan something along the lines of how he's like, "How many other lies have I been told by the Council?" And and it's like he's obviously like even back then in season four, like he's feeling it, like he's feeling the fact that the Council's not always honest, they're not always doing the right thing, and you know here they are expelling his padawan for false accusations yeah so um uh, yeah i mean ahsoka's had to scrape the bottom of the barrel for help like she's going to ventress being like hey at this point like you and i aren't so different like we've both been abandoned by you know our our previous lives and our previous kind of uh masters i mean not to say that anakin's abandoned ahsoka really so to speak i mean even though ventress is kind of accusing him of that um I think what Anakin is kind of realizing when she says that, though, is that that uh, 
that Jedi have just straight up abandoned her, just like how Dooku abandoned Ventress. Yep. And it's like they they have a lot in common at this point because their lives have been forced onto this drastically different path mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. Uh, and you know they they share that thing in common, but you know, uh, uh, you know. Uh, they 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 kind of part ways at one point you know when asaj says you know this is i've I've kept up with my end of the deal you know you still have to you know kind of speak on my behalf kind of thing and then they part ways asaj uh runs into someone who is actually barris uh but we don't find out until the next one um but you know barris kind of you know he she she steals, uh, she knocks out Asajj Ventress. She takes her lightsabers and just kind of flees the scene, right? And then, yeah. you know, Ahsoka's, she's caught. She's brought back to the temple and, you know, uh, to await her trial, right? Um, and that leads us into the next one. Um, I don't know if you have anything. Yeah, the wrong one. Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the wrong Jedi, uh, the cookie on this one is never give up hope, no matter how dark things seem. Um, yeah, so uh, very uh, again, uh, kind of relating to to Anakin and Ahsoka on that one. Um, but you know, in the beginning of the episode, you know, um, they're 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 speaking on you know the, what's what's to come in terms of Ahsoka's trial and like what's going to go down. And you know, you can tell throughout the room that the Jedi are all fifty fifty on who and what to believe. I mean, they don't yeah. they don't like. Tarkin's trial idea, but because of their uh, political kind of um, affiliations, like they they have no choice, right? Um, yeah, yeah, and and that that kind of goes back to Dave in in Filoni's um, featurette there, when Anakin says, you know, um, there are many. Uh, political associates or whatever he says uh, amongst us oh political idealists political yeah idealists. this is a term this is a term that kiati mundi used to describe count dooku in attack of the clones uh-huh. he says uh uh count dooku is a political idealist not a murderer yeah and um when he's trying to describe uh, you know dooku to padme right who's accusing dooku of being the one responsible for the assassination attempt against her life which he actually is the guy yeah you know responsible for their yeah Absolutely. which you know yeah yeah Ki Mooney's wrong but yeah um but uh, yeah there's a lot of political idealists like people who who let their politics kind of define what they their actions i guess and you know very drastic very drastic ways mm-hmm. yeah um he he and you know Anakin was was really pissed at kind of not not the trial but like the, the kind of the, the the internal Jedi trial that they had amongst themselves when they stripped Ahsoka of her her title as a Jedi Padawan and they removed her off of the yeah. council um and and he says he has a good quote in there where he says um you guys already had, he basically says, you guys already had your answer. You guys, you know, you guys didn't think there's through at all. You just, you already had it. Right. Um, yeah. And you know, it's just another moment where Anakin is like, ah, man, am I really on the, on the right side here? you know, and it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so Ahsoka's banned from the order. She's stripped of her status. And then Anakin, you know, in his, you know, 
in his infinite wisdom, he he kind of goes against the grain as usual uh, in terms of what Eddie, every other Jedi is doing. You know, they're kind of saying, "Well, uh, I guess Ahsoka's guilty." You know, and they rather than kind of investigating and kind of saying, "Hold on a minute," like she's not the person to do it, and kind of just digging deep for a second, he's yeah. the one to go over to go after uh, Asajj Ventress, and you know, he has his uh, famous pre-Vader quilt. Um, and he finds her, he finds Asajj, you know, he force chokes her. Uh, he has that eye-opening moment with that quote that Asajj sends to him about his, uh, you know, beloved Jedi Order. Um, and he, he goes full, not full dark side, but, you know, he brings out the dark side and, you know, the Imperial marches in the background and, you know, he's he's pissed, right? Because mm-hmm. he's he feels so misleaded and lied to by everyone, right? Uh, and he just wants to prove uh, Ahsoka wrong because, you know, he has that personal connection to her uh, and he knows deep down that she hasn't done anything. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I love what he says when the Jedi have their little meeting, Um, you know, it's after their call with Tarkin who basically says like, Hey, you got to expel her because, you know, otherwise there's going to be a lot of bias against the Jedi for during this, during this trial. Right. And, you know, but they have the trial anyways. Like they have the, they do the thing in their little, their little tower of judgment kind of thing or whatever they called it. And, and he's like, so like, they're hammering her with questions, just not even letting her talk. Like they're just throwing out all these accusation, accusational questions and not letting her finish, not letting her explain. And then Anakin, he's just so frustrated. He's like, oh, you've already made your decision, haven't you? Like this meeting is just formality. Yeah. Like, like this, this meeting is just a waste of time. It's all just for the sake of having it. Uh-huh. It's not, it's not for any purpose whatsoever, other than for you to end off by saying she's expelled from the Jedi Order, and and that's exactly what they do. That like, you know, and Yoda is just like, yeah, and not not in total agreement are we on, on what they're supposed to be doing here? But they end up expelling her, and you know, it's such a sad moment because it's like Anakin at this point in time has just lost so much respect for the council and so much faith that the Jedi can uphold, you know, what they, what they've stood for, for, for over a thousand years. Like they've fallen so far, Oh yeah, you know, to be able to cast out one of their own on false accusations due to political favorism. Yep. Yeah. And, and they've all, they've all kind of with the, with the war and all these events going on during the war, they've gotten into such a deep, rabbit hole that like they're they're getting so far at this point that you know the the top of it is so far away you know they just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and then obviously we find out what happens in episode three um but but yeah i mean it it sucks you know they their their political uh ideologies and their their ways of 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 kind of being um their ways of kind of being, you know, so politically correct really uh, clouds their judgment. You know, I mean, yeah. what other way can you put it, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, actually, I love I love a little line. I mean, Anakin is just so sarcastic, right? Uh-huh. Uh, as far as kind of comedy goes in this episode there's just one moment i always have a little chuckle at and it's when he kind of he tracks down ventress and gets to the bottom of kind of the fact that this is very likely barris offy that's behind this whole thing right uh-huh. 
and uh, he's questioning her. He, he very sneakily kind of grabs her lightsabers from or from her her lightsaber from her her desk kind of thing, and uh, you know he's basically asking her about about her involvement with Ahsoka and you know what like what she's been saying to her and and the information she's given away to maybe possibly other people and. And, you know, and then she whips out her stolen Ventress lightsabers and then, and Anakin knows that, like, he's like 99% sure that that she's the one uh-huh. responsible, right? Because he goes in there saying, like, no, I believe Ahsoka. And ironically enough, like, I believe Ventress too. And they're both saying, it's, you know, it's like all the evidence is kind of like he's insinuating that it's leaning towards Barriss's, you know, involvement. Right. right? And, uh, and then she whips out the lightsabers and then he's like, oh, funny, those belong to Ventress. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, he says it so dryly, right? Yeah. Like, just like, you know, um, but uh, hold on a second here. Let me, um, let me, let me play something for you because uh, this is quite an interesting little, little audio clip here. The members of the court have reached a decision. Ahsoka Tano, by an overwhelming count of... Chancellor! I hope you have a reason for bursting into our proceedings, Master Skywalker. I am here with evidence and a confession from the person responsible for all of the crimes Ahsoka has been accused of. Barris Offie, member of the Jedi Order and traitor. Barris, is that true? Tell them the truth. I did it because I have come to realize what many people in the Republic have come to realize, that the Jedi are the ones responsible for this war, that we've so lost our way that we have become villains in this conflict, that we are the ones that should be put on trial, all of us. And my attack on the temple was an attack on what the Jedi have become. An army fighting for the dark side, fallen from the light that we once held so dear. This Republic is failing. It's only a matter of time. Take her away. So it's true what she says. I mean, like the Jedi are fighting for the dark side because they're fighting for the Republic and the Republic is under the control of a Sith Lord, uh-huh. Palpatine, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like her actions obviously are not exactly morally just, but I mean, like she's not wrong. And, um, you know, just, just the way she went about it is is what was wrong about it. Yeah, and she even says in her speech there before she's taken away, you know, my attack was uh, 
on on what the Jedi uh, have become, right? It's not necessarily on, yeah. it's not necessarily on what they stand for or what they used to be. It's what they're doing that kind of has made them into something else, right? Yeah. Um. And and yeah. Yeah. I she's mean, so angry that the Jedi have fallen so far from the light that they've held most dear for all these years. Yeah. And they're they're totally different. Like she says, the, it's the Jedi who should be on trial, and all of us. Yeah, all of us, right? And and uh, and yeah, it's just it's just kind of an eye-opening moment for I think a lot of those people in that room. Mm-hmm. And uh, later on down the line, I would not be surprised if you know a lot of these characters are probably have some sort of uh, you know kind of callback, like like they can they they remember that moment as a solid moment for them, like a, a redefining moment possibly. Uh, when it comes to how the Jedi failed and, you know, when Yoda says like failed, I have right when he goes up against Sidious, he's talking about more than just uh, the fact that he lost the lightsaber fight. Uh-huh. Like he's he's talking about his failure as a Jedi master and as a grand master and, you know, as as kind of the leader of the Jedi order in a way like he's talking about everything like the the failure that they that they had, the, the blindness that they've had. Um, the ignorance that they've had all these years and and finally now it's come back to bite them in the butt and we're getting to that moment now in the Clone Wars where like we're gonna see what happens on the other side of the coin Um, you know the Clone Wars will eventually overlap with Revenge of the Sith and we'll get to see kind of the other face of some of the characters that have to endure um, these terrible events that transpire out of all this stuff Mm-hmm. out of all this mess and uh, kind of what happens with that but uh yeah I, I mean that's that's for the most part um what i got for the trial as, as far as ahsoka's kind of departure goes a very sad moment and uh the jedi are are very kind of for well they're they're very apologetic like they're they're very sorry that that this is what they did to her and um in a way, they almost insinuate that this is her trial to knighthood. So it, it makes you wonder, it's like if she came back into the order, there's a very big chance that she would have just been knighted because this was her Jedi trial is what Mace Windu said. Yeah, and and that's that's very twisted to say, right? I mean, wrongfully accusing her, putting through putting her through all of this stuff and mm-hmm. then saying, oh, well, this was the test, right? That's very that's very messed yeah. up, right? You yeah, know? yeah, it is. Like, yeah, and yeah. and it's I don't I don't know if he actually means it kind of like that, but at the same time, it's like the fact that the Jedi trial that you have to be knighted to get your next rank is actually having to deal with the incompetence and like the unfaith the unfaithful in in the Jedi Order itself against you and like accusing you of false accusations for doing all this stuff that you didn't do like all, all that like mess like that was the trial like not just you know it's a lot more complicated than Obi-Wan just killing Darth Maul on Naboo right which he actually ended up not doing in the end anyways but <laughs> yeah uh, but i mean like like it, it's a lot more complicated than that it's a lot more complicated than Anakin just going up against uh, Count Dooku on Geonosis and surviving despite losing the fight, uh-huh. right? Like this, this was a huge thing. Like this is, this not only de- like is deserving of knighthood, but I mean, 
like like yeah it was a trial <laughs> i mean like there's no reason for her to like want to stay after all that right like she's just she like anakin has lost so much faith in in the jedi order and um and she says to anakin she says i understand wanting to walk away from the order like when when anakin reveals to her that that uh he says like yeah he says like i understand wanting to walk away from the order but like uh-huh you know, this is your life. Like you can't throw it away. And, uh, and Ahsoka's like, I know, like she says, I know, uh, to, I understand wanting to walk away from the order. Like they understand each other. And Ahsoka knows Anakin wanted, wants to leave. Anakin realizes in this moment that she has to leave because, you know, she wants to, and she needs to sort this out on her own. But, yeah, um, I think the hardest thing, like this goes back to something that we talked about before, uh, back to the very, very first time that we saw Ahsoka and Anakin together when Yoda talks to Obi-Wan on, on the side and when, when they're on Christophysis and he, he says the biggest challenge is going to be, like for Anakin, is going to, to be letting go of his apprentice. He says, he says to him in that moment, uh, letting go of his apprentice will be the hardest thing that he's going to have to do, right? Um, and I don't know if maybe he knows that this isn't going to end well or maybe he knows that you know someday every padawan leaves the master and becomes their own person or whatever uh-huh. or maybe maybe he, he's expecting like these are rough times like these are very different times than before maybe he's expecting that that not all the padawans make it out there right like they they die and you know we, we've even seen savage press kill padawans here and there and um and maul and 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 it's like it's not it's not exactly a normal time in the galaxy right now to expect that a padawan can actually make it that far and so he's saying like he knows anakin's quite the attached person and he's like yeah it's gonna be a huge challenge for him to let go and you know that was foreshadowed way back then and now we're we're at the very end of the story and 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 it's like it's an echo of the past that has now kind of reached our point in this story and and Anakin is having to let go of his apprentice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and he's he's torn apart, right? When when he says, you know, well, Ahsoka, you know, you're being asked back into the Jedi order. Uh, you know, we want you back, I want you back and he gives her um, you know, her little string, right? And uh, and she she refuses and kind of puts it in his palm and kind of bunches yeah, it up. Yeah, Padawan right? braid, yeah. Yeah, and then that braid is is gone. And then Ahsoka made it very clear, you know, like, I, I have to go, I have to make sense of all this. I have to do it without the Jedi and without you, in reference to Anakin, right? Uh, and, yeah. you know, she's she's on her own now. So she's not a Jedi, you know. She, she wants to make sense of everything and kind of come to terms with what's happened, if she can forgive them or I don't know. Um, you know, but uh, I'm very interested to see how the show goes. I'm expecting, obviously, much darker times now in the show because we're getting just that much closer to episode three, right? But um, yeah, yeah, one thing's for sure, like episode three, like there's gonna be a whole new mindset when I watch that movie, right? Yeah. So totally. Yeah. Knowing that she's out, you know, she's she's had this experience, and Anakin has had this experience. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like this is like, I think arguably 
the turning point in the Clone Wars for, for Anakin as far as a lot of his opinions go of the Jedi. And um, I think it's probably the biggest moment in the entire show. Yeah. As far as the, as far as the characters go. I mean, I think Mortis is a pretty big moment too, but, uh, but this arc is probably one of the top three turning point arcs in the whole series. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, super emotional story. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to like kind of taking you through the rest of it because, uh, fortunately we have a finale now, so that's good news. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you, yeah, you can see my distress when the, the show was canceled. Like this is what I this is the last thing I saw, and I was like, "What the heck?" Like, I mean, you can't you can't, can't leave me it. like that, right? You can't yeah. leave me like that. I yeah. mean, like, there's no way. I, yeah, I was I was torn about it. Yeah, um, but now we do have we do have enough to kind of make us get us through kind of the big stuff, and uh, you know, we're gonna get into all of that sooner or later. So yeah, uh, yeah. How about? Uh, how about you close this off here? Because we got uh, yeah. more than 20, 30 seconds here. Yeah. Um, you know, as usual, guys, thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for the next episode. And please email us or tweet us if you have any comments, questions, or concerns. Um, and as always, thanks for listening. Take it easy. All right. Thanks, Diego, for coming back on the show. As always, it's a pleasure to have you. And for all you listeners out there, thank you for constantly tuning in every week. I know that there's a lot of you that are uh, watching Clone Wars as we're watching Clone Wars and staying on top of uh, those episodes and then listening to us as an after show, which is awesome. We would love to hear from you guys. Just to, just give it a shout out to everyone who actually is going through the process of watching through Clone Wars and then listening to us like, uh, you know, bravo. Uh, I know it's a lot of stuff, but uh, hopefully you guys are being entertained and uh, I mean, we love Star Wars, we love the Clone Wars, and uh, obviously we love seeing that uh, there's other people out there who are enjoying this just as much as we are. So please uh, reach out if you uh, if you want uh, to our email, theescapepodoutlook.com, or the Twitter feed, which is SW Escape Podcast. We've had a slew of content coming through to, to you guys, and uh, daily updates are on that feed. And, uh, you know, I'd like to big shout out to Ian, who uh, recently joined us for an episode to catch up on all things Star Wars in the new year. Uh, so that was awesome to have him on again for the third time. And, uh, yeah, big thank you to all you guys for tuning in every week. So we'll see you next time uh, right here on the show. Uh, if you can, share this episode with a friend or uh, share this podcast with a friend. Uh, we'd love to reach some more ears and just get out there a little more and if there's anything we can do to improve the listening experience for you guys just uh again just send us some feedback so thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you next time right here on star wars escape pod may the force be with you